Okay. All right. It's about damn time. Welcome back to I Love You Say It Back, the podcast. I am Jake, your host. Uh, happy Tuesday, y'all. Um, yeah. This week has been a lot. It has been a fucking lot. And um, kind of like what I said last week on the podcast, I really don't want this to become an echo chamber. I don't want this to become a platform where I just bitch about how much I hate this fucking country and how much I am so disappointed in the leaders and the people that we re- that are representing us. Um, all I can do is say, fucking vote. Get these fuckers out of office. Get these fuckers out of Tennessee. Get these fuckers out of the White House. Get these fuckers out of Congress. Red, blue, whatever it is, they're all fucked up. So Gen Z, I believe in you. Millennials, get the fuck together. I know we've had it rough, but like, get it the fuck together, okay? Um, I'm so sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired of people fucking dying. I'm sick and tired of people not hearing each other. I'm sick and tired of old white men fucking controlling this goddamn country and thinking that they know what's best for everyone. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Go, like, literally go anywhere but here is what I'm saying. Um, Okay, so now that that's all wrapped up, um, I'm not going to preach anymore about that. Just go fucking vote. Get these fuckers out of office and fucking protect ourselves because, god damn... You know what? I have a theory, and this is the last thing I'm going to say about this. I have a theory. Um, It's because they're getting old, and it's because that their party was the majority for so long. And I I used to be very democratic, very, very. Uh, Now I don't associate with the party because I think they're both fucked. Um, But I definitely am anti-Republican at this point. (laughs) Like, if you're Republican, I'm sorry, but, like, it's 2023, like, Let's 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 get you some education. You're like basically the white refrigerator right now, and if you get that reference, then let's fucking go. Um, but yeah, I'm not really associated with any party now because I think it's all so messed up. But I will say that the Republicans are fucking f- like flailing right now. They're old, they're white, and they have this mindset that is so ancient. And they think that by doing things unconstitutionally, by controlling things, by making these laws, by making these bans that are so obscure and so, like, what the fuck, like, dystopian. Like, they are supposed to be the party that's, like, small government, like, don't tell me what to do. But yet they are, like, hypocrites in themselves. And so if you're a Republican, I just urge you, in, like, a mindful Republican, I urge you to, like, take a look at where you're voting and what your money's going to. And also, like, your mindset, because I'm, I'm not saying Democrats are, are great by any means. Like, we have one in the White House, and I'm like, Mr. Biddy, what are you fucking doing? Um, but... I'm saying, like, if you're a Republican in 2023, like, get it together. <laughs> or there's, like, please, like, get off the face of the earth because you're just not it right now. Um, okay. Anyway, welcome back to I Love You Say It Back the Podcast. I am Jake, your host. Uh, we're not going to talk about politics anymore on here. I just wanted to say what I said last week of, like, I think it's it's in, important to have a privilege to, to speak to people. And if you're listening to me, which I'm so grateful that you are listening to me because there have been so many of you that have reached out to me. I'm seeing it on the streaming of like how many people are listening. And I just want to say that I appreciate you so much. And 
I'm, I'm very lucky that I have this opportunity to talk to you and to express myself and to get my anxieties and depression-esque things out of my mind. And you're the one that is going to listen. You're like a therapist, but I don't have to pay you, which is great. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, today I wanted to talk about things that I learned as a kid versus things that I learned as an adult. Um, so go ahead, get buckled up in your seat, get cozy, get those earphones uh, on audio spatial awareness or whatever it's called on your on your airpods and uh let's have a let's have a good episode okay hello welcome back to i love you say it back the podcast i am jake your host and today we are going to talk about all things class sass and a little bit of ass nine comments um no, so I was thinking, uh, what were the things that I learned as a kid that are like no longer true? And um, the first thing that came to mind, so when I was a kid, when I was like, I don't even know how, I was probably like three years, three or four years old, maybe, I don't know. Um, but I was so excited on Christmas morning that I came down the stairs and I was, you know, I'm the firstborn, so I'm like, everything's about me and I'm a Libra, so, <laughs> uh, I come down the stairs, and I'm so excited for the presence under the tree that I pee myself, and so from that moment on, every Christmas morning, my parents told me and my brothers that we had to come to their room, wake them up, and then we'd all have to go to the bathroom and flush the toilet, because if we flush the toilet, that was a signal to Santa, if he was still here, that he had to leave, that we were up and that we were ready to come down and open presents. And so for the majority of my life, well, not now because I'm old as fuck, <laughs> but for the majority of my childhood, I believed that Santa was still downstairs when I woke up. And if I did not go pee and did not flush the toilet to let him know that my Christmas was going to be ruined. So thank you, Sheila and Dennis for <laughs> creating a, a disillusion in my brain. But I will say, uh, it has become such a tradition that I had not been for home for Christmas in like eight years. Um, and last year was the first year that I came home for Christmas and we all didn't do it. And it was so, I, we didn't really realize it until after like me because we're all me and my brothers are grownups now. Um, but we didn't realize it until like we were opening presents and we were like, we didn't go to the bathroom. <laughs> at least not in, the, not in the morning. I'm sure we went to the bathroom at some point on Christmas Day. But yeah, not in the morning. Um, but I will say my parents did a really good job with with Santa. They did a really, really good job. Um they used to label everything that was from Santa, like with this little like tinsel glitter that now I'm sure you could find anywhere. But as a kid, like I'd never seen it. And I was, you know, I was little, uh, so I, I was all about the arts and crafts <laughs> and I just, fl I flipped, flipped my wrist for those of you not watching on Spotify. <laughs> I said, I'm a little, um, uh, and they put this like tinsel, like foily, like glitter on top of the presents that Santa had left. And it was so magical, but 
they told us that me they told us me and my brothers that every year that the magic would be less and less and so there would be less and less presents from santa there would be less and less glitter and if i ever have a child which i will never have a child <laughs> because one i don't want to bring them into this world and two i i can barely take care of my dog and maintain a dating app profile um but if I ever have a child, I will do the same thing. And I thought it was such a good, like, creative way of, like, weaning off the, like, Santa-ness. Um, like, the magic is, like, going to be less and less every year. You're going to get less and less presents from Santa every year. The tinsel foil that you got at the Dollar Tree is, like, going to be outdated. And it's not going to be manufactured anymore because of shipping supplies, demands, and all that stuff. Um yeah, that was a good, that was a good lie that my parents told me. Um, oh, another, oh my God, another fucking lie that Sheila and Dennis told me, um, was that, okay, so you know when you go to the airport and you like check your bag, um, and then like when you get off the plane, you go to baggage claim and it comes down that like little chute and it goes on that conveyor belt and you have to like wait and people are like being just an annoying and like the bags are coming, sir. Um, well, <laughs> I don't know why this started. It was probably because I was like an obnoxious little kid and I had to be on a leash when I was a kid. But um, they told me that that conveyor belt was hot and that if I touched it, that I was going to get burned. So uh, for really honestly, up until I was probably 21 years old, I thought that that conveyor belt at the airport that was that baggage claim was going to burn me. So I never touched it. And then I think when I was like 21 years old, I was finally like traveling by myself for work or for auditions or for whatever it was. I, I finally was like, why is my suitcase not warm? Like if this is hot, like why is my suitcase not warm? And I quickly found out that that was a lie. So... Uh, once again, I probably would tell my children the same thing so they didn't like put their hands all over everything and they were good, but that's probably where that, that originated. But <laughs> for real, I felt like such an idiot when I found that out. <laughs> um, what's, what's another thing? Oh, um, that college is a joke. Uh, as I wear my Ball State sweatshirt for this episode, um, and that was actually ironic. I, ne I didn't mean to wear my sweatshirt uh, from my college, but I will say that as a kid, I was told if you don't go to school, if you don't graduate with a four-year degree, you're not going to get a job. <clears throat> well, guess how many employers I've had to show my fucking degree to? I haven't even seen my degree. Like, I really haven't. Like, I think it was mailed to my family, like, after I moved to Florida, which I moved to Florida, like, the minute I graduated. I got on a plane, and I said, bye. Actually, I moved into um, North Hollywood for like a week, and then I moved to Florida. Uh, but, but yeah, I I was I was done. I went to school. I was born and raised in Indiana. I went to high school in Indiana. I went to college forty five minutes away from my high school. And as soon as I graduated, I was like deuces. I'm done. Um, but yeah, I was told like, if you take a leap year, if you take a year off, if you don't go to school, like you're never going to find a job. 
I wish that I had gone, like, I got a BFA in musical theater, which I don't regret anything. Like, I don't, I, I mean, it's, hindsight is twenty twenty. But I will say, if I were to do it all over again, I would have gone to a two-year community college, got a business degree, and then taken taken out a private loan to get private voice, dance, and acting classes. Because no audition ever asked for my degree. No one ever cared about my BFA. No one ever cared that I graduated with honors. No one gives a fuck. Unless you're being like a doctor or like someone that has to have those credentials that is like so specialized. But what I'm saying is I went to school for musical theater and like no one cared. It's like if you got in the room and you could sing and dance and act well, like you're hired. It doesn't matter. Um, and then when I lost my job during the pandemic and musical theater and live performance never existed, no one wanted to hire me because I had a BFA in musical theater. So if I could do it all over again, which I, my God, I don't want to ever do it again because I fucking hated college. Um, I would definitely do it the way I said prior because, and if I ever have children or, you know, if I could get a, give advice to anyone is like, unless you are going, and I speak like, I speak this uh, in the American, American society, because I know there are people listening abroad. Um, that's the way that our education system works. So I don't want to speak for like a universal. This is just like from my experience, as always, and um, the United States, the way that it's set up. I have $40,000 in debt from school and I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for someone to, uh, to forgive that because I was not smart enough or I was not informed enough or I was manipulated by the generation before me, fucking boomers and Gen X or whatever to be like, Oh, you have to go to school. Um, yeah, that was a fucking lie. Uh, I'm being really crude and it's just because I'm like it's at the end of the night and I've had a glass of wine and I'm also like just venting but that's what this podcast is for so just know I'm not really angry actually so today I went to the gym it was pouring down rain in Austin and anytime I wake up and it's pouring down rain I'm like fuck because I have a dog so that means I have to walk outside in the rain with my dog who is hairy and has to go potty in the rain or get wet in the rain. Um, and then I have to dry them off. And then I have to dry myself off. It's just not a good, fun time. So uh, I did all of that this morning. And then I was driving to the gym and it was pouring down rain. And the highway was a mess because it was raining. And I thought, I hate this. I fucking hate this. And then I realized, you know what? I'm lucky that I am driving to the gym. I'm lucky that I have the ability to go to the gym. I'm lucky that I have the ability to even perform at the gym. I'm lucky that I'm alive, that I can have this experience today. And you know what? I'm lucky that the earth is raining right now or the sky is raining so that the earth can like get some rejuvenation and like can feed life that is growing here on earth. Sounds like such a hippie thing to say, but uh, it was like, I, I can either complain about the rain or I can be grateful that I have the opportunity to experience the rain. And I chose the second one, even though it was harder to choose. I still was annoyed. <laughs> but anyway, uh, where was I with that? Uh, oh, college. Yeah. Um, so mindset is everything. And I think that if I were to do it over again, or if I have advice for anyone in America, 
uh, I would say like go to school to do exactly what you want. Um, if it's a trade, like definitely go to school. But like if you're unsure, take the year, take whatever time you need to like financially decide what is best for you. Because let me tell you, when you're 18 years old, you don't know what the fuck you're doing and you're still supported by your parents mostly. And that's how they get you. That's why this is so fucked up is because they fucking lied to us. They fucking told us a lie. And now we're all in fucking debt and we can't pay for it because inflation and because the cost of living and because there are not as many jobs as there were. And there are not as many jobs that were, um, from like start to finish. Like people don't stay with their company for a lifetime anymore. So that was a lie. (laughs) <laughs> let's let's move on to things I learned as an adult. Um, I think, I mean, I kind of like have gone into it already because I've talked about it, but like no one's going to do it for you. Like you got to do it yourself. And hindsight, I, I totally acknowledge is 2020. But like every decision I make now as an adult, I'm thinking for myself. And I'm not thinking about my parents. I'm not thinking about my brothers. I'm not thinking about my friends, which for the first 25 years of my life, it's really only been about three or four years um, where I've I've really tried to train my brain to think for myself. Um, I have been taken advantage of because I've been nice, because I want to do the best I can do. Like, I follow the rules. But I will say, like, none of that fucking matters. Like, you have to do what you believe is right for you. And no one's going to do it for you. I kept thinking for the longest time as I was going through a lot of my shit. Um, like, when I got in a car accident and I didn't know what I was doing with my life and I had no money... It was like, something's got to give, something's got to give, something's got to give. And until I got this new job, I realized that nothing is going to give unless you make it give. You can't like pray. I'm not here to like diss on religion because I'm spiritual and I, I think that's great. But you can't just pray that things get better. I mean, not to like get political again, but like thoughts and prayers don't do fucking shit. Um... I'm not going to get into that, but they don't fucking do shit. And I'm not talking about po- politics. I mean, I am very much so talking about politics and I'm talking about gun reform, but I'm also talking about like your life. No one's going to fucking do it for you. To quote Kim Kardashian, get your fucking ass up and work. And it took me a long time to realize like if I want to change, I have to change my mind. I have to change my thought process and I have to change what I'm doing because nothing is going to change just magically it might but that's like very 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 small and you can't count on that um oh what is something else i learned uh budgeting um no one even taught me how to write a check like it's crazy that i have a four-year degree in college and no one taught me how to balance my checkbook not that I have a, ch- no, not that anyone has a checkbook anymore, but like no one taught me how to like manage my money. No one taught me how interest worked. No one taught me how loans work. It was up until I was 29 years old when I had to get an auto loan that I learned how that process worked and what interest rates mean and how interest affects your, you know, payments and what the principal is and all of the stuff that you 
I was a 29 year old man. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, that is something that I I just started budgeting for real, for real, uh, with this new job, I'm like tracking every single penny I spend, even in cash. And I'm doing it all online, which is really great. So I have an actual live budget. So I see it not on my statement or just hope like, Oh, this, this, this money, I hope that I have enough by the end of the month. Like, no, I will actually know how much I have. Um, but I'm almost 30 years old and I'm just now doing that. That's a disgrace. It's not a disgrace by anyone's fault other than, I guess I'm just bashing the U S right now. (laughs) We're fucking a shitty ass country. Um, there's a lot of great things about this country, but there's, but right now there's, it's, it's leaning more on the bad side. And I'm telling you from a person that is broke as fuck, uh, or was broke as fuck. Like we could do better. We could do a lot better, a lot better. Um, (laughs) Lastly, I would say, like, kind of tying this all together, that mindset really is everything. And this this podcast episode has been a very, uh, I didn't expect it to be as negative as I wanted it to be. But once again, I, I created this podcast as like a journal entry, as something that could be cathartic for me to express my opinions and sp- express how I'm feeling. And even though I did bring up politics and even though I, you, the listener, are very aware of how I feel, I think it's okay. And I'm, I'm not mad at it. I, this, once again, is like a journal entry. And everything that I said, even though it wasn't related to what's going on to the world right now, it is very charged. It, there's a lot of intensity behind the words that I'm speaking there's a lot of relatability to the things that I'm talking about. And I think that's okay. Like this is my way of expressing that. And I'm grateful for you for listening to me, but I'm I'm not well in knowing that so many people are <laughs> fucking dying. Um so many people that are in fucking charge of making decisions don't represent the majority. Um and I'm so tired of of just the hate. I'm tired of it. It's so annoying. Like it's just really fucking exhausting. And it's because I care, you know, and I know that you care too. You wouldn't be friends with me or you wouldn't have made it this far in the series or clicked on this episode. If you didn't know me, um, even if you just met me from episode one, you wouldn't continue to listen. If you didn't, um, find something that's relatable, right? Um, and for that, I, I'm, a, I'm very appreciative. And I, I once again don't want this to become an echo chamber of me just bitching because I think once again, what I said, you know, about the rain is a very big metaphor for life. Like if it's pouring down rain, you can either get up and you can say, fuck this. Like, I don't want to be here. I can't like do anything today. Or you can say, you know what? This is something that I have to pivot. This is something that I need to do the best that I can do with the situation that's given. And I'm happy that I have the opportunity to make that decision. You know, and it's hard. It's fucking hard. It's, it rained all day and I was annoyed. But I'm grateful that the rain did happen because it's given me some insight on, on a little perspective of how I view things in life. There are a lot of things that are messed up that I can't change. But... I'm sitting in front of a microphone 
talking to you, listening to you from your feedback online, and I'm grateful. So with that, please know that black lives matter. Please know that trans lives matter. And please know that black trans lives matter. That's what I'm going to say about that. If you would like to connect with me, if you would like to give me a piece of your mind, or if you want to just like let me know how you're doing, please message me at ilysayitback.thepodcast or at Jake Rora on Instagram. You can also go on to Spotify and you can also fill out, there's a little like Q&A poll section. Um, You have to go online, I think, to do it. But if you would like to, it would mean a lot for me if you wanted to fill that out on Spotify. For those of you listening on Apple Podcasts, thank you so much for dealing with the delay. There's a little bit of delay just because I, I promote my um, my podcast through uh, Spotify, so it goes there immediately. But for you listening you know, online or through Apple Podcasts or any other streaming service, I appreciate your patience and I appreciate your following and your, your mindset to, to listen to me. Um, with that, just know that there is nothing to prove. There's only something to share. And I will check you guys in the next episode. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. Bye.